The hands on the Earl of Tay's mantel clock ticked off the passing of time. Brecken sat in a chair in the corner of the receiving room, waiting, waiting, waiting. Almost two hours had passed since he had delivered Lady Tara to the house. He should have been married and halfway home by now. After the first hour, the Reverend Kinian had assured him the vows would not take long. But also, he offered in a confiding tone to Brecken, here is an observation from a man who has been married these past five years and more. Women are a bit like cats. They have their own understanding of time. I find it easiest not to press my wife to be anywhere at a certain hour. Well, save for Sunday services. <laughs> He'd laughed at that last, as if it were his own wee joke. Brecken thought the Reverend needed to take his wife in hand. Time was a precious thing to waste. However, since Brecken had purchased a special license for this marriage, doing it the English way so that it was very legal, after all he was paying a small fortune to wed the woman, and because he did not want to be accused of not respecting Lady Tara, or of not following the procedures expected of those of her class, or of doing anything that his Campbell relatives would not, he waited. And with every passing second, his temper built. This room was not a comfortable room. The portraits of proud Davidsons frowned down upon him from the walls. The furniture lacked the sturdiness of Wolfstone's, his ancestral home, and he was not accustomed to needlepoint pillows or fancy silver candlesticks. Jonas had made fast friends with the Earl of Tay and his never-ending bottle of whisky, growing louder and more boisterous as the time stretched. They entertained each other with stories and lies in front of the small coal fire in the hearth. Lachlan was trying to herd Jonas in, but the truth was he savoured a drop or two himself, so his shepherding was half-hearted at best. One would have thought the Campbells and the Davidsons were the fastest of friends to hear the three of them go on. Of course, when Brecken had first arrived at Anfield, the Earl had already been well into his cups. The man had actually stumbled and fallen to the floor. His servant, a tall man with the hewn features of an ageing Viking named Ingold, had literally picked the Earl up and physically moved him into the receiving room. Ingold had not behaved as if this was unusual behaviour. But it was to Brecken. He liked to drink as well as the next man, but he would never be slovenly about it. The Earl of Tay's hair was a mess. It blew every which way as if he'd been pulling it straight up in the air. His waistcoat had stains of his last meal dribbled down it, or perhaps his last several meals. He smelled foul of stale whisky and body odour. He was a far cry from his beautiful daughter, and this was something else to give Brecken doubts. Sons were very much like fathers, were daughters. The Reverend Kinian, after having Brecken grumble over his attempt to make excuses for the bride, had taken a seat by the front window. He appeared to be watching the misty evening give way to nightfall. Brecken didn't know the minister well. The first time they'd laid eyes on each other had been the day Brecken had gone to the kirk in his pursuit of another glimpse of Lady Tara. He'd wanted to be certain that she was as he had remembered her. She had been. That Sunday morning, seeing her dressed in her church finery, she had been every bit as lovely as he'd recalled. More so, even. Seated in the back of the church... Brecken had not been able to take his eyes off her and had decided he had to have her. After the service, the Reverend had approached him. 
Brecken had been polite to the minister, although he had not felt comfortable in the church. Many would have said it was because Brecken was the devil himself. But the truth was, he did not like going any place where people could comment on his great size. The pews were too narrow and close for his long legs. It stood out. He couldn't hide amongst them, and it made him feel awkward. He knew they judged him. But nothing made him feel more foolish than cooling his heels waiting for Tara Davidson to stoop to come down the stairs of her house and marry him. She insulted him. She thought she could treat him like one of her London swains. Well, the blood of a thousand Highlanders flowed in his veins. He had pride. Brecken rose. I'm leaving. Come, uncles. Wait, wait. You can't leave yet, the Earl of Tay drunkenly informed him. Yeah, finish the bottle.